0: God is good, amen, amen, we're excited, can we give them all a big hand tonight, amen, amen, hey, just a a little side note, I don't know if you caught it, the uh, Jesus Revolution movie was number three biggest movie for the weekend, and it doubled all, and they were projecting about 7 million, it did over almost 15 million dollars just on the weekend, so Something's going on, church family. It's good. Amen. It's good. It's good. Let me give you a couple scriptures about what's going on tonight, guys. Why are we water baptized? Mark chapter 16 says, and he said unto them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, every person. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. So we follow the command of our Lord, amen. He told us to do it, so we do it. It is symbolic of our death, burial, and resurrection with Jesus. This tank looks like the thing they put a coffin in. We're gonna bury it tonight. We believe in full immersion, so you're going down, amen? Amen. And then you're gonna raise up, and that means you're born again. So in doing that, if there's some addictions, if there's some things you want to break. If there's healing you're believing for, leave it in the bottom of the tank. We'll drain it out tomorrow. Amen? Amen. If it's symbolic of what, the, what we're doing here, we're dying and rising again. See yourself with the junk, cigarettes, drugs, whatever. Just leave it in here tonight. Amen? Amen. I'm being very serious about it. Leave it in there. Look what the Apostle Paul said in Romans chapter 6. <clears throat> What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus, we were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death. And just as Christ was raised from the dead, By the glory of the Father, even so we also shall walk in that newness of life. Amen? So what I'd like to do before we start, Diane, I'll give you that. I'd like everybody to stretch your hands out towards them tonight. Now, we're going to stretch it out towards you guys. Amen? (laughs) Father, right now, in Jesus' name, I pray for each and every person that's being water baptized. And I pray tonight that things are going to break that are in the way. Anything that lacks the full surrender to you be broken tonight in Jesus' name. I pray for a hunger and a thirst after the things of God. I pray for a radical, excuse me, experience in Christ Jesus. And Lord, it's always to you be the glory, the honor, and the praise. And if you guys agree, would you say amen? amen. All right. Who's ever taking over?
1: <clears throat> hello everyone my name is Francisco I've been coming to CFC for 12 years now and I'm just dedicating my faith to Jesus Christ God
0: love you. <laughs> you. take your hand watch the big step All right scoot all the way up put your hands over your nose my brother according to your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your acceptance of him as your Lord and Savior i now baptize your name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit amen congratulations there you go God is good. Oh, God.
2: Hello, everybody. Uh, my uh, my name is Brendan. Uh, it's been on my heart to be baptized as an adult by choice. I grew up Catholic, received my baptism as a baby, communion, and uh, eventually my confirmation. Although God was very important to my household, as a teenager, religion didn't quite align with my life, and I strayed away from the faith. Later, when I was 18, I lost my father to cancer, and it didn't help the situation. Two years ago, my journey led me to God again, and I began coming to CFFC with a friend who was actually just baptized. Uh, Nine months ago, my mother passed away and went home to the Lord, and she was an awesome believer and someone who always encouraged me to seek God. As a young adult who has had uh, some experience with loss and hardship, I firmly believe God has never left my side. His love and blessings are all around, and today is an opportunity to honor my parents and, most importantly, continue my walk and conversation with him to proclaim my faith with a refreshed mind and rededicate my life to him. I want to honor him in all things that I do. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: i give you a hug first, man. Put your hands right there. Your watch is okay. Just slip, just move up a little bit. You know, sometimes I wonder if God lets them look down and see what's happening right now. Amen. Put your hands over your nose. Both of them, please. My brother, according to your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love for him, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Proud of That's very special. A lot of sorrow in this world, but thank God we're looking up. Looking up.
3: Amen. Hello, all. My name is Kyle Castellonia. And I would share my testimony with you today. When I was young, I've always known that God has always been in my core, And I have been blessed to have family always pointing me toward God's love, even with all this guidance. Unfortunately, it's taken me 33 years to finally realize what God has been calling me to. Thankfully, today I would like to claim Jesus as Lord and Savior of my life, my body, my soul, and my spirit.
0: Amen. Glad <laughs> here. Take your time. It's nice
3: and warm.
0: Nice and warm. Your hands over your nose. Lord, I just thank you for healing this body in Jesus' name. Now baptize your name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Congratulations. We got you. Welcome. Come on, give them a big praise, everybody. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) For some
4: of us, it takes longer than 33 years, my brother. Um, My name is Lisa Frisbee. I have always been a believer, um, but I was also a natural born rule follower, so it made me very good at religion. So I knew when to show up and when I got there, when to sit, when to kneel, when to genuflect. Um, But I never knew who Paul was. Uh, I didn't know why he kept writing letters to the Corinthian family. I, um, I knew who Jesus was, but I didn't know the red letters. When my life took an unexpected turn, the only place that I knew where to find God didn't want me anymore. They would recognize my children, but not me. I could kneel in their pews and pray for forgiveness, but I wasn't welcome to receive. This was a very hard time for me, but God turned it into an opportunity to start my true faith journey. When my sister looked at me and said, why do you keep trying to squeeze your round peg spirit into a square hole religion. I started looking for a new faith home, and I found it the first time a minister said, everyone is invited to God's table. (laughs) This was the beginning of understanding the concept of Jesus' love being so deep for me that I didn't have to earn grace, but rather it was already bought and paid for by his stripes and his blood. My my faith journey truly deepened when a couple of trusted Christian friends witnessed to me with chapter and verse through several challenging situations. It was then that I realized the power of the word applied in real life. Through all this time, I've come to earnestly seek how God wants to use me, and I desperately want every desire of my heart and word of my lips to be pleasing to him. I love him, I want to abide in him, and I want my life to glorify him in every way. Amen. Because he has been so good to me. I am so credi- incredibly thankful for how he has brought me from a place where everything of I knew of my life was stripped away to a place where I feel so blessed with a loving family Amen. and an amazing church to follow my faith in there were times when I would look up and say I have no idea what you have planned for me but I trust you and I am so blessed that he has brought me to this place when the opportunity to be water baptized came up I sat in the chair and said I don't know enough I don't do enough And then Pastor Tom said, whatever it is that you're thinking that's keeping you from here, stop it, (laughs) including getting my hair wet. (laughs) And then I looked up, and the date of this opportunity was my birthday. (laughs) And I took that as God's personal invitation to say, You don't have to do enough and you don't have to know enough. You just have to love me enough, and that
0: I can do. You're blessed. (laughs) Put your hands right there, have a seat. You can put your feet down. There you go. Just slip up so you don't bang your head. Put your hands over your nose. (laughs) My sister, according to your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, your love and acceptance of him as your personal Lord and Savior, we now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Amen. You're welcome. My honor and privilege. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy, Happy, birthday,
5: birthday.
0: To you. <laughs> Happy
3: birthday to you. Wow. Uh, my name is Steve Oaks. Um, Jesus, I've always been my Lord and Savior. Before, if I'd have known I could have used my phone, you know, it would have been great. Um, But my testimony, I, I wanted to speak it from my heart, and I wasn't sure what to say, and I prayed. And this morning, my lovely girlfriend came to me and said, has God ever spoke to you? And I thought about it, and I said, Yes, he has. Just before I went to Vietnam, I was praying that he would be with me, that he would keep me safe. And that night, I had a dream. I had a friend that had passed away just a couple years prior in a car accident. And as I walked down the street, I remember like it was yesterday, and that was 40-some years ago. And as I walked up the street, Keel Ave in Butler, New Jersey, a person come walking out from the side of the house. And I looked over at him, and I recognized him as my friend that had passed. And I said, is that you? And he looked right at me and says, yes, it's me, and I will be with you. And right then and there, I knew I was going to be okay, and I was blessed with that, and kind of eased me through my time when I was overseas. And I thank the Lord every day for that and keeping me safe. And I know, he said, I was here. He was here for me and he would never forsake me. Amen. Amen. And I bless Jesus. I, God bless Jesus and Jesus bless me and I'm very grateful for that. Amen. He is my Lord Amen. and Savior.
0: On my nose? Yeah, you don't want to get water up your nose. My brother, according to your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, your love and acceptance of him as your personal Lord and Savior, we now baptize your name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Congratulations. Thank you. A little slippery.
6: Everybody, My name is Rachel and I've been coming to CFFC for about two and a half years now. Um, so I've been baptized before, but at the time I didn't understand what it meant. I didn't understand the Gospels or what it meant for the chains of sin to be broken off. I didn't know Jesus or the extent of his love. The past couple of months especially, I felt such a need to get baptized again. Unfortunately, I've been pushing it off because I was nervous. I don't know what I've been nervous about, I guess just coming up here in front of everybody, but I had to realize that this isn't about me and that it's all about Jesus. So I'm here today because this is a start to my new life, living fully for him and no longer myself or my agendas, and I'm here to publicly declare Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior.
3: Amen.
0: there put your hands over your nose there you go my sister according to your faith in jesus christ your acceptance of him as your personal lord and savior it is our honor and privilege to baptize you in the name of the father son and holy spirit amen congratulations Nobody has shook their hair so far. We're doing good.
7: (laughs) Hi, my name is Rebecca. Growing up, I knew God, or at least I thought I did. However, I did not know the Bible or the Gospel until recently. Last year was a rough year. Family problems, selling our primary home, moving three times, health, the passing of my grandmother. I was at the bottom, or at least I thought I was. Then something else would happen, and even lower, I would sink. My friends and my family did not see it. I was always smiling and laughing, very rarely showing the internal struggle I was facing every day. Then I went to church. In the beginning, I was not sure what to make of it. I was struggling with the spiritual thought in my human mind. But I went, and I continued to go. I started reading the Bible every day. I started having conversations with God every day. Some days, it was a 10-second plea. Some days, it was a 10-minute conversation. And in all honesty, some days, it wasn't at all. But then I would notice my worst days were on the days I didn't turn to God. My anxiety, my stress, my lack of hope. I gave it all to him at the foot of the cross, and my life changed dramatically. I could hear him. I could feel him. I could sense him. I missed God on the mornings I didn't read the Bible. It became natural to talk to him every day, and my life was transformed. I didn't feel quite so alone. I didn't feel quite so anxious or worried for the future. I finally felt peace and true joy. Now I know God is there. Instead of praying for things, I'm praying for him. I pray for strength from him, for guidance, for him to continue to open my heart to his ways. Most mornings, I wake up excited to see what the day has in store for me, for the ways that will cross my path to help someone, to put a smile on someone else's face. I see and concentrate on the good in the world. Sure, I still struggle, but when I give it to God, I can see the light. The worldly things are not as important. What happens to me is not as important as what I can do for other people. My past is messy and dirty, but my future with God by my side and in my heart is clean. Today, I can wholeheartedly say that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. By God's grace, I have been saved through my faith in Jesus. Amen.
0: Wait for God. There you go. Hands there. Have a seat. Perfect. Just slip up just a little bit. There you go. And put your hands over your nose. My sister, according to your faith in Jesus, again, your love, acceptance of him as your personal Lord and Savior. I now baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Congratulations. God. is so good come on church God is so good God is so good he's so good to me one more time God is so good God God is so good, he's so good to me, amen. 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 Amen.
1: Hello, I'm Jeremy, Uh, part of the reason why I'm doing this is I feel in my heart and soul that I need to do this. For the longest time, not many people knew this, but I've always been looking for a place where I can call home. Every time I come to this church from my Uncle John and Aunt Ice, I was always treated like family at this church. And I just want to show Jesus and God how much I love him, and thank you for giving me a good place to be and a great family. Amen.
0: John? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, big step.
1: Mary, okay. Jerry, <laughs> Jeremy, according to confession of your faith and your belief in Jesus Christ as a person of the personal Lord and Savior, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.
0: Congratulations!
8: Thank you.
0: Did you guys notice that every baptism I did, I didn't drop a drop of water on the ground? John does the first one. We got a tidal wave. Look at this. (laughs) It's all good. It's all good.
9: I'm sorry. Uh, don't mind. <laughs> hey everyone, I'm Matt. What's hey, up? <laughs> so I'm here today because I want to publicly profess my faith and love for Jesus Christ. Amen. And my testimony. Well, it'll never really end. That's right. We're always in it. But when I first started coming back around to the Lord, that was the year after my nephew passed away. So the night before, I grabbed a bottle of brandy and began drinking. I was really drunk. But my girlfriend, Ashton, over there, she came down, took care of me, and I started coming back around. So that's my testimony for now. Let it grow.
7: Give me
8: a
0: hand. Big step. Put your hands right there. All right, put your hands over your nose. My brother, according to your faith in Jesus, your changed life, accepting him as your Lord and Savior, I now baptize your name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. Thank you. There you go, man. Jesus. Come on church, you love them? Amen, amen. Hey sister, you're blessed.
5: Oh yeah, absolutely. Amen, Amen.
0: <laughs> Hashtag blessed.
10: <laughs> just,
0: this is too tall. All
10: right. Hi, my name is Ashton and I'm tired of being lukewarm. This is my declaration that I'm all in for the Lord no matter what and I just want the Lord to pour out, all, out the boiling waters of heavens onto my life and push out any lukewarm water. But yeah, I'm tired of living my life, living my for living my own agendas for my own agendas, and this is dying so I can live in the Lord. Three, three years ago, I started living a worldly life. I thought life was meaningless. I thought everything was fine because the because the world was changing. I had no purpose in life. I felt broken, lost, confused, and isolated. I didn't know who I was in my identity, and <clears throat> tried tried filling those voids with alcohol and hanging with bad, the bad, bad crowds of people. When I was younger, I was, wasn't raised in a household where um, the importance of God's love was brought home. I tried living my life without Jesus, and it was horrible, but life with Jesus now is everything I could ever ask for. Yeah. It's so fulfilling and so peaceful in every single way imaginable. I struggled with my pride and lived in a homosexual lifestyle, and that led me to a downward spiral. Doing great. It's a blessing knowing the Lord. Now, than not knowing Him at all. I was that lost sheep waiting to be found, and the Lord now. The Lord now, then not. Oh, hold on. It's a blessing knowing the Lord now than not knowing Him at all. I was at Lost Sheep waiting to be found, and God left the 99 to find the one. You know, following Jesus doesn't give you an easy life, but it does give you a hope and a reason to keep going. In the times where you feel you can't move forward, my family and I have been through so much. but God has been working through it all. Yes, man. I have days where I have been through so much, but God has been working through it all. I have days where I just can't cope and days where I struggle to keep at bay the negative thoughts, but it's those moments I have someone to turn to yeah. who is so much more powerful than those thoughts, more powerful than those circumstances, <laughs> who, sees it, who sees it all and still loves me. I always believed in God but never had a personal relationship with him, just kind of lived day by day and waking up just to repeat the same cycle over and over again. Going through the motions, saying I'm a Christian, but going to church and not living right. This was all because I didn't think I could live up to his holy standards. And for that reason, I never saw a relationship with him. But just two years ago, I had a personal encounter with the Lord. And ever since, that small encounter changed my life and my mind about him. That's what developed my relationship with him more It made me want to seek him and pick up my Bible and my cross and dig deep into the truth. Amen. I don't think I ever understood what it meant to follow the Lord with my heart instead of my head. And He's just blessed me so much. So tonight I want to re-give my life to the Lord and I begin to tell my testimony and it begins with me getting baptized. The enemy thought he had me but Jesus said you are mine. <laughs> you guys here tonight reminded me that God is blameless. And I was blaming God for what people did, and it's not God's. Some, sometimes God whispers, but tonight he's screaming. And all of heaven is rejoicing with us. I've never felt, more, I've never felt a, peace, a place more open and more peaceful than this. So this is just a start to the rest of my life, like fully living for the Lord and not myself.
0: You did great. Put your hands right here and have a seat. Slip your feet all the way there. You got your watch is okay? Okay. Put your hands over your nose. My sister, according to your faith in Jesus, and as we just heard, your love for him, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. At least she got John. She didn't get me. <laughs> oh, we serve a good God. Amen.
7: Hello,
10: I'm Kelly. Hi. This decision I made to be baptized, it just feels right for me. A lot of things in my life have not felt right. And um doing it for the wrong reason, doing it because... Someone else wants me to do uh, what they want me to do. But this, this decision feels right. And I love God. I want to be closer to Him. Anyway, any way I can. And no. amen. 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 All the time. And I'm ready. Amen. amen. amen.
0: <laughs> Grab John's hand. right here and have a seat there you go put your hands over your nose both hands please there you go my sister according to your faith in Jesus Christ and that you've accepted him as your Lord and Savior we are now honored to baptize you in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit amen (laughs) amen
3: My name is LaShonda. And my name is Shirley. We're mother and daughter. Um, We've been coming here (laughs) since December of last year. Um, Always been a believer in God. Um, Just was looking for a church. Haven't been to the church since the 90s before finding this church. Yeah. Um, Last church I went to, I just felt so empty and alone. No one was, you know, interacting like we do here. so here we are, found this church through my mom's friend. Yes. Always wanted to be p- baptized, and here we are. You're I'm ready. <laughs>
9: hey, I'm oh, yeah.
0: John's going to grab your hand. Okay.
5: Ready.
0: Yes, ma'am. Okay. Come all the way here and put your hands here and just have a seat. OK. Perfect. Put your hands over your nose both hands right, Rabbi. Yep. my sister according to your faith in Jesus Christ and your acceptance of him as your personal Lord and Savior we now baptize your name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit <laughs> Amen yes, thank you. Wow
10: Beautiful. Thank you You're
0: welcome thank you. Yep Step over. Yes. All the way up here. Put your hands right here and just have a seat. Perfect. Come on. Come over. Good, Jeff. Just slip up just a little bit and then put your hands over your nose. Just give it just a little. That's right. My sister, according to your faith in Jesus, your love for him. We now baptize your name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> you. Yeah, grab John's hand. And take your time. Big step. There you go.
3: All right. Thank
0: you. All the way, all the way. There you go. Any parents that want to come up, please come up.
1: (laughs) My name is Colin Walker, and all I really want to say is I want a fresh start with my relationship with God.
0: Ladies, okay? Do you want to come up? Are you good? Okay. Do you want a picture? You want me to hold them down for a while? Put your hands over your nose. Young man, according to your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your acceptance of him as your personal Lord and Savior, I now baptize your name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: name's Andy Walker, and um, for a long time, I didn't really think that I really wanted or needed to be water baptized, but um, recently at the, like, the teen camp that we went to, where we went down to Tuscarora, um, I felt like an overwhelming sensation of God, and just like, that feeling I've gotten, just like, I've been hungry for it ever since, and I just want more and more and more. (laughs) And like I want to leave all my sins behind and the earthly ways and the earthly pleasure. I want to just please God. And I've been, I just notice it all around, like my school and all over the place where people like have no connection with them whatsoever. And um, I try to like put it on my friends slowly, like to like give them like Bible verses or invite them to youth group. Sometimes it doesn't always go the way like you plan it, where they like want it right away. And sometimes they cancel out, but just over time, I think they notice, like, the way, like, that you act is, like, really, like, different than everybody else. And just with just a lot of my friends, like, they go through a lot of hard stuff, and, like, I'm just always there for them when, like, a lot of their quote-unquote friends aren't. So they just, like, wonder, and then, like, I just tell them about it a little bit, and then... Yeah, I just want to do that more and just tell people about God because I just want everybody to feel how I feel about it and how I felt at Team Camp about it. So that's my testimony.
0: Put your hands right there. Smile that way. You good? Put your hands over your nose. My brother, according to your faith in Jesus Christ, I pray the fire of God in your life. I baptize you now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. No, no, no. Shake it on John, all right? Uh, no, do, do shake. It. <laughs> Again, any parents or grandparents that want to come up, please do.
6: Hello, my name is Juliana. My family started going to church when I was young. I said the sinner's prayer around the age of six. My love for God was strong as a child, but as I entered my teenage years, my relationship with God was put aside. Around the age of 12, my brother was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. It affected my whole family and changed our lives. It was the first big traumatic event in my life which triggered me to start coping in unhealthy ways. I started experiencing disordered eating when I was 12. My habits eventually spiraled into anorexia and eventually bulimia. My eating disorder eventually consumed my life and my identity, and I was too ashamed to ask for help, so I hid it for five years. Those five years, I struggled to understand my worth. My health was declining, but I didn't care. I just wanted to make myself the smallest version I could be. Eventually my mom realized what was going on and dragged me to get help and then I was diagnosed with anorexia and bulimia and general anxiety disorder. I was medicated and sent to therapy. When I finally came to accept my eating disorder, I begged God to deliver me because I could not do it by my own strength. At 18, it was summer going into freshman year of college, I went back to my summer job. Four of my male coworkers started sexually harassing and assault and assaulting some of my female coworkers and myself. I ended up having to talk to the police, and the boys got fired and supposedly charged, but those charges were later dropped. I did not understand why God would let this happen to me, and I was going to do everything to suppress this memory. I focused on going to college because I was ready to get away from home and gain independence. It came time for me to finally go away to school. I was not rooting myself in God. I became engulfed in the typical activities of college, I found comfort in partying, drinking, and boys. I wanted to be validated so bad, but none of these things ever filled me. I eventually joined a sorority because I thought it would be good to make friends, and it fit my lifestyle at the time. When I joined, I did not expect to get hazed, but I was very wrong. The hazing was so bad, I would leave the sorority pledge meetings twice a week in tears, but I kept going with it because everyone told me that once I was initiated, it would all be okay. Then I was initiated, it all got worse, the drama was so bad that after discovering that a member threatened to take my life, I realized that it was time for me to leave. <laughs> I remember calling my parents one night crying over my sorority and they told me it was okay if I wanted to come home and go to school at home the next year. This was when I realized that this place where God, where I was, was never where God intended me to be. I was living by my own will for so long and ignoring God. Every time I made my own decision, I always ended up back where I was, broken. I realized that I am completely helpless without God, and I cannot do anything apart from him. And now, home, where God has told me he would rebuild me, and he has. He brought me back home, both spiritually and physically, and to realize that all I ever needed, he already was. The partying, the boys, the drinking, none of it fulfilled me. Jesus filled the void in my heart. He also healed my anxiety, depression, and my eating disorder. I no longer need medication to help me feel better, and I no longer have any negative thoughts towards food or my body. Not only was I healed, but Jesus changed my desires. I no longer desire worldly things, but things of God. A year ago, I never thought I would ever know what it feels like to be happy, but today I can testify that I'm happily and so deeply in love with my Savior. This life is no longer my own, and it never was. It might have taken me a long time to realize that, but now I want nothing more than to serve Christ for the rest of my life. My past no longer holds shame, but is a testimony of God's grace and faithfulness. Even though I was not always faithful to God, he was always faithful to me. And since reaffirming my life to Christ, I've been filled with a peace and joy that surpasses my understanding and circumstances. Jesus is my Lord and my Savior and my best friend. And walking with him, I know that I will not be shaken. I leave you with one of my favorite verses, Proverbs 3 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And all your ways submit to him, and he will make straight your paths. Thank you.
8: Awesome.
0: Oh, okay. You're good. No. I thought you were going to walk on water, you know. We're just going to hang out here for a little bit, just get some video. (laughs) Your dad's over there if you want to smile at him too. I'm teasing you. Go ahead and put your hands over your nose. My sister, according to your faith in Jesus Christ, your love, your acceptance, your fire for him, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Don't you love a church family? See young people on fire for Jesus.
8: Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm. Hello, brothers and sisters. Hello. My name is Tony. I'm currently 31 years old. Um, I'm currently 31. Uh, when I was 24 years old, Um, And growing up Catholic with the little mustard seed of faith that I had I Prayed to God God I want to heal the sick Please make me a nurse. I want to be a nurse so bad and um, I got into nursing school. I became a nurse and um, I went on to the night shift and it was tough. I uh, I, I put in my time. I worked about nine, 10 months on the night shift as a nurse. And my sleep schedule was just the worst. And I, I couldn't sleep. Um, I started suffering from very intense anxiety and uh, what I thought was a, a sleep disorder at the time. Um, I, I made my way over to the day shift, and things got a little bit better. But then COVID hit, and I I just saw so many people, just, I saw a lot of people die, and it really took a toll on me. And I really couldn't perform the way I wanted to as a nurse, be the empathetic nurse that I asked God to make me. Um, And so... I wound up leaving the hospital setting, and really struggling, um, and, and I tried everything under the sun to, so that I could sleep, everything, you name it. I, I tried it, um, short of very heavy prescription medication. And uh, there was a day where I woke up, and uh, my sister at the time, offered me a tool, she said, you know, Tony, why don't you try cannabis medically? And it did help me. I was able to sleep, but something incredible happened. Um, It wasn't the cannabis. Um, Something incredible happened that at the time I didn't realize, but I, I had it, and Jesus showed me, flooded me, and showed me all my sin, and it was a lot. And I, I confessed all of it, first to Jesus, then to my wife. And by the grace of God, she still accepted me. Um, and through the past year and a half, I was on this road to slowly seeking God. Just slowly, he, he would present himself to me, inch by inch. Nine months ago, I opened up the Bible. I never really read the Bible in my whole life. I read the book of John. And um, <laughs> then six months ago, I read The Case for Christ, incredible story by Lee Strobel, atheist turned Christian. Yeah. And uh, three months ago, I had the most incredible experience of my entire life. And I had a dream where, where Jesus walked through a door in white robes and I hugged him and I felt a wave of, um, of this, fu- it, I can't even explain it, it was like a wave of fire and I woke up just in tears um, and it was incredible. And ever since then, I have been praying every day, reading the Bible every day. God has shown himself to me His grace was already enough, but he he showed himself to me, answers, prayers, sometimes within a day, sometimes days, and I am so blessed. I am putting the kingdom of God first before anything, and everything truly is being added to me. Amen. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen.
0: amen he is the way the truth and the life amen. Amen. all right put your hands over your nose both hands this way well. my brother according to your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ your acceptance of him as your personal Lord and Savior now I'll baptize in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit amen congratulations
5: Everyone, Hi. I guess I'm last, so other people don't have to worry about anyone peeing in the pool. Always <laughs> oh, there, more. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> so, um, you may have heard the uh, man made saying that there are two sides to every story, but with the Word of God and the Bible, there really is only one true story and one true version. Prior to coming to CFFC, I had come up in the Catholic Church, like many people that have been here and um, I had thought that I had what I thought was a solid understanding of God's love for me and Jesus's place in my life. Uh, however, over the last year since coming here to CFFC and becoming a member, I have really realized uh, what it means to truly be born again um, and how Jesus you know, has saved my life and how impactful that is in my everyday life. Uh, really, the The thought of God first, family, country, didn't make sense to me. It does now. At the ladies' tea, there was a a young lady that, the Mary Kay, and she had on her business card. And I was like, I get it. I understand what she is saying. Um, So I just wish to be purified by the Lord uh, and emerge from this baptism a new creation and dedicate my life to his service.
0: amen oh she 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 knows the drill huh A princess. <laughs> there you go cinderella whoa careful we don't want cinderella falling over put your hands over your nose just slip up just a little bit my sister according to your faith in jesus christ your acceptance of him as your personal lord and savior we now baptize in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen Here we go. There you go. There's two more, two more.
1: All right. My name is Chandler. Uh, I've been coming to CFFC for almost a year now, and in that time I've grown closer to God than I've ever been before. Uh, I usually, I, I mostly have to thank for this, the people that I met at Connect, the, uh, the Bible study group led by John Rich, and, uh, and the people that I see here every Sunday in congregation. Uh, I've always trusted in God and believed in Jesus. Even whenever I stopped going to church when I was a teenager, I still trusted Jesus. And since coming back to CFFC, I read the scripture more, and uh, now I I want to make a public declaration that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, and an acknowledgement of God's final covenant. Amen. Amen.
0: Over your nose. My brother, according to your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your devotion and commitment to Him, we now baptize your name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. He's, he's a mover, man.
11: to work in production, and I did behind the camera for a reason, because this is very difficult. <laughs> um, I was born into an Italian-American family down in Elmer Park. I was raised in the Catholic religion where I was baptized as an infant. When I was, when I was a school age, my, my old brother and I went to Most Holy Name in Garfield. When I was young, going to Catholic school was very simple to be close to God. I even recall one Christmas having the entire family sing happy birthday to Jesus. When I was in third grade, around nine years old, we moved from Elmer Park up to Montague, where I went to the school Montague Elementary. I started attending school there late in the year, around January, February-ish. Adjusting to a new school and kids was very difficult. I was bullied, picked on, and got pushed around. Honestly, come on. Crazy. Um... I pleaded with my parents for us to go back home, back to Elmer Park, back to a holy name, back to my real friends. Of course, they couldn't do it, but being a young boy, I just didn't understand, so I got angry. Angry at the situation, angry at my parents, and angry at God. This time in my life was, was very fuzzy. I don't really remember that much of it, but I do recall, eventually, I was invited into the croup, kind of like a hazing kind of situation, I guess, but... Something changed. I wasn't the same kid I was back then. Even my mother would say that what happened to the little my little boy. And I always would tell her kind of like the Vader kind of thing. That little boy is gone. He's dead. Someone else took over. Um, when we moved up here, my parents joined the, the Catholic Church in Milford, uh, St. Patrick's. And uh, every Sunday we'll go there. But at that point, I didn't care. I was bored. I just sat there, and I didn't. I didn't. Didn't listen. Um, when the weather got nice, we'll go back down on weekends uh, to my grandma's house in Elmer Park and we'll have the Italian family uh, Sunday dinners where you know you have the pasta and the meatballs, meatball size of you know softballs and sausages and all that. but uh, we'll go to church down at um, St. Anne's in Fair and my grandmother, being a very Catholic woman, she would have to do her rosary beads and have to read her thick book of prayers. And I remember as we did this, I just watched her saying, man, we're never going to leave because she has to read all her rosaries and she has to go through all her books. And I never got out of there. So as I got older, I just got far farther apart from God. Um, I, I would ask questions like... Uh, from the church, why do you pray? To, why do you pray for mercy for the dead? Um, don't they just go directly to heaven? But apparently, they go to purgatory, which makes no sense. Um, why do you have to ask God for? Keep on asking him for forgiveness. I couldn't. I kept on asking these questions, and any answer that I got really didn't make any sense. So I kind of just said, if I gotta be this great to God, like if I have to always ask him for forgiveness, and. What are you, what's the meaning for it? So I just stopped asking for forgiveness. I remember when you had to go up for the to get the host at church, you, if you didn't go, you couldn't go up there without saying a good act of contrition, or saying your sins to a priest. My mother even tried to roll me into CCD to try to get me going again, and me and the kids would just skip it and leave and... They wouldn't ask any questions or or tell your parents. I mean, the good old days, right? Skipping school. When I was in high school, I'm sorry, I'm going slow. When I was in high school, my parents again, signing me up for my confirmation. Hanging out with new kids in their school was pretty cool, but really didn't pay attention to anything that had to be gone. I remember once we were all sitting on the floor and the priest was sitting in the chair and I didn't really think anything of it. But one of the kids asked, asked him, why, why are we sitting on the floor and you're sitting on the chair? Um, his answer was that he was a priest and a man of God. So he, he is meant to sit higher than we are. That didn't sit well for me. And after my confirmation, I kind of left church. I still believe in God. I still believe Jesus was the son of God. But I wasn't living for him. Um, when I went to college, I met my wife, Rebecca. And we were together. She, went to, she lived up here and went to the Wesleyan Church in Sussex. Eventually that church closed and we were together and she wanted to find a new church. So she picked here. Of course, I'll go with her. We went back when the church was in the old building over there. And coming from Catholic, when we, Catholic church coming to here with all the music, which they do a good job. <laughs> I didn't like it. I didn't want to go because it just, the music was just weird and people screaming and amens and yelling out was like... <sighs> anyway, so I'll make sure we came late so I can miss all that. And we'll sit, we'll sit in the corner, like in the old, in the old church, they had the corner seats over here where the choir was. I made sure we sat there so when church ended, right out that side door. I didn't really care about seeing anybody or meeting anybody because really you didn't do that even in Catholic church. But there was one guy who did and stepped on coming by and came up to us all the time and wanted to hug us, which was always... It Irving Bob. He would hug my wife and he would try to hug me and I'm like, hey man, what's going on? Well, he eventually married us and um, when this church opened up, we actually sat over there in that corner, kind of the same situation in that corner. When you finished, out the corner out the door. But I felt a calling. And the more we came to this church, the more my wife pushed us here, and I actually wanted to come more. I actually wanted to listen. I actually wanted to hear the word. But I wanted to do more. So with my background of production, I decided to sign up to be in production. And I remember getting the call from Kaylee saying, okay, if you want to come in, come in with your background, you'd be very helpful. And I was on cameras for a while and I enjoyed it. I really felt like I was helping out and giving back to the Lord. I looked at it like pastors up here doing his thing and passing the word, but we're helping by getting it out into the world where people can't go through those doors. <laughs> So I would come all the time, like, would come all the time and, and try to come every Sunday, and I tell Sarah now, like, whenever you need me, come need me, because I feel like that's important. Recently, I'm almost done. Recently, they're playing the music like I'm getting bored. Uh, recently, at work, there's been, like, like what pastors have a stir up. People have been asking, talking about church, about God at work, and also with my good friends, close friends. And being a man of God, I try to explain things about, because they keep on saying, well, you know, if God's a good God, then why is there killing? Why did my mom die of cancer? Why did my father die of cancer? And and, and so forth. And I try to tell them it's not God. And, and I try to tell them that God's a loving, loving father. But I feel like I'm missing the point. I don't feel like they're listening to me. So, um, where am I? I kind of go off When we, I'm going to just throw this away because I don't know where I am. Um, when we pray upstairs, the main reason why I'm doing this is I want to get closer to God, and I feel like that um, I'm not good enough. And I don't know, it's like what, what you know, the, I, I kind of beat up at the Catholic Church, I don't mean to, but I kind of feel like it's bred into you that whatever you do, you're not good enough. You always got you, you to, just, you're just not. Even when we pray upstairs, I don't feel like I belong there because I'm not, I don't belong being with these great people. Um I just like when we say, you know, you, know, at the end of the church, at the end of the thing, when, when you say the words and then you truly believe you're, you're saved, and I do say, and I do believe it, but part of me, I keep on saying, I say to my wife, I say to my family, I want to do more, so when I die, when I die, that I can make it, because I don't know if I will. Amen. So hopefully doing this gets rid of all that. Gets rid of all those thoughts, all those all those things I'm not good enough. And maybe I'll be able to save the people at church. I mean at work at work and save my friends that ask me questions that I don't know what to say because maybe I don't know what to say to them because I don't know how could I how could I save them if I don't feel like I'm saved? So maybe this is the first step to Amen. Let's do it. John. You. Put your hands
0: right you there. Put your Put your feet down. There you go. All right, put your hands over your nose. My brother, according to your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your acceptance of him and wanting that fire us now in the Father, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Would you guys bow your heads with me? The greatest thing you can do in life, the greatest thing you can do in life is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I just read a few days ago in the newspaper that a billionaire commits suicide. I'm like, a billionaire, a billionaire. It shows the emptiness of heart without Christ. Tonight, I ask you to bow your head. Look within your own heart. If you were to die tonight, Would you be with Jesus Christ? If you say because you're a good person, you're not going to be with Jesus Christ. If you say because I belong to a certain church, you're not going to go to heaven. If you say, I believe that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, that he died on the cross for my sins, that he rose on the third day for me, and you receive him as your personal Lord and Savior, the Bible says you will be born again born anew. So if you're here tonight and you have never prayed that prayer, it's not about joining our church. It's about joining up with Him. I ask you to pray this simple prayer with me and we'll all pray it together. Say this with me. My dear God in heaven, I believe tonight that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that He died on the cross and that he rose on the third day. Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to be my personal Lord and Savior. I repent of my sins. I thank you for your blood washing all my sins away. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. No one looking around just for a moment. But if you have never prayed a prayer like that, I don't care if you're Catholic, Protestant, Jewish, we're talking about eternal salvation here. The way we do it is exactly what the Bible says. It's not about joining a church, a joining of faith. This is about a personal relationship between us and our God. If you have never prayed a prayer like that before and you did it tonight, I'd like to give you a little package. This package is nothing about our church. It's everything about Jesus Christ. If you don't have a Bible, there's a little card in that package. Take it to our bookstore. It'll give you a free New Testament, our gift to you. I will not ask you to stand. I'll not ask you to come to the front. We have altar workers that'll put this package in your hand for you to take home. So if you're here tonight and you have never asked Jesus to come into your heart, you're doing it tonight. Or maybe you have, but you're not living for him. You would like to rededicate your life to him. Or maybe you're not sure yet, but you would still like this free gift to take home, to check out for yourself. You're still seeking. We all went through that stage. And we'd like to give you this package too. So if that's anything for you, number one, Number two, number three, I ask you to raise your hand and one of the altar workers will serve you. Just put your hand up high. Let them see it. Don't worry about the person on your right or your left. You're talking about your eternity, amen? I was talking about my eternity over 40 years ago. I made the decision. I never looked back, amen? One more time, if that's you receiving Jesus for the very first time, Rededicating your life, or you're just not sure, but you want this little free gift to take home. It's between you, Almighty God, myself, and one altar worker. Just slip your hand up, let them see it. Thank you. Thank you. If that's you, just slip your hand up. Thank you. Thank you. If that's you, just slip your hand up. We're not here to embarrass you. I don't like to be embarrassed. I don't like it at all. Just slip your hand up high. Let one of the altar workers bring you this free gift. All right. Can we give God a big hand tonight? Father God, we love you. We thank you for a beautiful service tonight. We thank you that Jesus, he is our Lord. I thank you for each and every person that took time out of their busy schedule to be here, and I pray. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his confidence upon you and give you his shalom, shalom. Come on, let's say what we always say. I thank you, Father, that you have made us the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath, that in all our ways and endeavors that we are greatly blessed, highly favored, and deeply loved. But we are blessed to be a blessing. Go be a blessing. Go get a cup of coffee. Say hello to somebody you might not know.